Hello, MavMind Collective, and welcome to another episode of the HypnoSales Show. Today, we're going to be talking about sameness versus differences. Okay, so the reason I want to talk about sameness versus differences is because this is what's known as a personal preference. It's one of many different personal preferences that we all have and it helps uh, to align your communication with, uh, with another person if you understand this personal preference and if you can figure out and determine what that other person's personal preference is when it comes to either being a sameness, what's known as a sameness person, or a differences person. Um, so I use it to build rapport very quickly and it's one of the more useful ones, so that's why I'm sharing it. And it goes along with some of the other personal preference videos that I've created on this channel. Um, so how would I know if someone's a sameness versus a difference person? Well, to demonstrate that, I'm going to draw something here and I want you to just watch what I draw and I want you to think when I ask you a question, I want you to think about what your answer would be, okay? So, so I'm just simply going to ask you to describe the relationship between these objects. Just describe the relationship to yourself between these objects. How would you describe it, right? How would you do that? Some of you would say they're all circles. In fact, some of you watching right now are saying that to yourself. Well, they're all circles. They're all round. Um, they're, they have white in the middle and they're drawn in a black line. Okay. Some of you are looking at this and you're, you would describe it as, well, they're all di different shapes or the first two are kind of the same, but there's one that's a little different shape over here. Um, one, there's one here that looks like it's, it goes all around and connects, whereas this one has an overhanging line hanging over here, and this one has a crisscrossing edge where two edges are crisscrossing like that. Um, and then the first group of people would be saying they're all on the line. If I drew a line, they're all on the same line. And the second group of people would say that um, this one's higher and then these are lower. So the, there's two lines, one that's at this height and one that's at this height. In other words, there's different heights. Believe it or not, if you're seeing one set of this way of describing it and, and you think about the other and listen to the other way I'm describing it, you're like, why would somebody describe it that way? Well, because there's same and different ways to describe it. You can describe the similarities of the objects or you can describe the differences between the objects, either one or the other. And uh, most of us can usually, when we're given, to, if it's given to us, and we're told to describe the differences or the, or the similarities, we can do it. But the way I asked it was describe the relationship between these objects. So I, I left it uh, open for you to interpret what I meant by relationship. So either you chose to describe the similarities or you chose to describe the differences in your mind because that was the relationship that you preferred. That was your first instinct was to go towards either one or the other. And that's what I mean by personal preference. You had a personal preference for either describing the similarities or the differences. Now there's different reasons for this. Sometimes you might be wanting to describe the differences because you assume that I already see the similarities. So you might want to point out the differences to me and vice versa. Maybe you know I see the differences, but you would like to point out the similarities to me. Typically, that's what our subconscious is doing. We choose what we think the other person really wants from us based on what we think is already happening, maybe even in their mind, the way they're modeling it. So, um, so this is a really good technique. If you've ever, if you just go draw these circles like this for other people and ask, 
you know, five or 10 people to describe the relationship between the objects and you'll get about half of them describing the similarities and the other half describing the differences. Now there's one other phenomena that happens when you ask this question with a shapes like this or any other kind of question. I'll give you some other examples later in this video, um, in this podcast. But if you ask someone to describe the relationship, sometimes they'll, they'll give you a difference first and then they'll give you a similarity second. And then they'll give you another difference third and I'll give a diff another similarity uh, fourth or, or vice versa. They'll start out with a similarity and a difference and a similarity and a difference. In other words, they'll toggle what I call toggling between both of them, similarities and differences. And this is what I would describe as having a 50-50 relationship. So uh, with, with, uh, with the sameness versus differences, you're kind of balancing out the relationship between these two things, the two ideas. And uh, as soon as you give one, then you have to give the other to kind of balance it out. Okay, so it's a 50-50. And so I ask this question a lot of people to see if they're 50-50 or if they just only to give me the similarities or only give me the differences and I can learn a lot uh, about it. Now, um, uh, you, don't, you may not want to draw circles for your client because um, that might be weird, right? To draw these circles and then say, hey, before we talk about business, I want you to like look at these shapes and describe the relationships. You know, you're not going to do that. So what you can do instead is you can ask, you know, hey, uh, so how would you describe the relationship between the job you have now and the job you had before this one? You could do it like that because everybody you talk to probably had a job before the one they have now. So you can ask them to, to, to describe the relationship between the two. And it, it turns out to be a really good interview question. If you're interviewing candidates for a role within your company, you can also ask them that question and see if there are differences or a sameness person by the way they describe the relationship between the two jobs. They'll tell you how they're both similar or how they're both different. And then you'll be able to key in on that. And then you'll know their preference. Now, why do I wanna know the preference? Well, here's why. And first I need to erase this. So with the magic of editing, I'm gonna erase this and put a list here. Hold on a second. All right, so I have the list here and I'm gonna talk about these in order. So if I'm a similar, if I'm a sameness person, I'm typically gonna be very strategic. I'm gonna approach things in a very strategic way I'm gonna have a higher level view, 30,000 foot view, big picture type of person, thinking bigger picture, how does everything relate? How is everything kind of the same? Because at that high level, typically things are tend to be more uh, of the same. And you're just trying to figure out how, what they have in common versus being more tactical. If you're a differences person, you're gonna be looking for differences and you're more tactical. You're gonna be more detail oriented, looking for details. Um, you're looking for new ways to do things versus if you're a sameness person, you typically are wanna just get back to doing it how you did it before, you know, do it the old way. How we have how we always done it. Like, why should we change? It's just do it the same way we've always done it. Do it the old way. Um, also, same as people tend to be process oriented. They're looking for the process and the steps because they want to repeat and do it the same way over and over again. So they want some structure and some steps and they want to know what that process is versus um, someone that's a differences person is going to be more of a problem solver. So it's never been done before. They don't know why it's not working. Someone's got to figure it out. So they got to, they, I mean, they have to take two things. Typically when you problem solve, even like developers, for example, when they problem solve, they take two pieces of code and they put it on a split screen in a, in a program, an application called a diff program. It's called a diff because it shows them side by side the lines and they can see the differences between one set of code and the other set of code and they can easily spot where something's different and then that helps them to solve the problem. So 
typically the more technical people uh, in general, not always uh, in every case, but generally if you're more technical oriented, you're gonna be more tactically oriented, you're gonna be more detailed oriented, looking at the more deep, deep dive down into the details and trying to solve the problem and trying to figure out how things work you're going to be a little bit more technical uh, as your preference in, in your skill set, typically. Versus if you're not as technical, if you're more business oriented, you're going to be tend to be more sameness, more strategic, high level, process oriented, bigger picture. How is everything the same? What are all the similarities of things versus the, the technical people tend to be a bit more different as people. And so in general, you could say that salespeople on in general, salespeople are more sameness type of people. You know, they want to uh, do the same process over and over again. Once they learn it, they don't want to have to think about solving new problems or doing something in a new, fresh way. They just want to do it the way they always did because they want to be consistent in adding to their pipeline and getting the client to the next stage, to negotiating the same way and negotiating on the same terms and closing the same way and always keeping things consistent because their livelihood depends on that pipeline being consistently filled and closing things on a consistent basis with consistent metrics, similar same metrics as before. And they don't really like it whenever their quota goes up or their, their uh, territory gets changed. It's different than last year. They don't like that. They want to keep it the same versus SE sales engineers and professional services that are more technical typically are more tactical. They don't want to do the same thing all the time. They're looking for new problems to solve. They want to figure out a way to innovate a new way to do it that's maybe more efficient than before. And they want to solve new problems as they're going about it. And they don't really care about the process. They don't want to do the same thing with the same process all the time. It's like it's like they pull their hair out sometimes <laughs> whenever they're told they have to do a you know, the same demo over and over and over again. They want to come up with a new demo. They want to come up with a better demo. It's always about improving and getting into details, etc. So, so um, not, not, again, I'm not saying that this is for everybody and this is true for everybody, but I mean, because there are some salespeople that are very tactical and very much problem solvers, just as much as there are a lot of SEs and sales engineers and professional services that are very strategic, very process driven, completely, uh, you know, focused on the high, uh, the high uh, viewpoint, 30,000 foot view, and how is everything the same and how can we keep it the same and consistent? So don't assume that SEs or professional services are always uh, differences people. I'm just saying in general, I found that to be true. And if you're one of those types of roles, you probably will be agreeing. Most of you will be agreeing with me, but some might, might not. Some might be going, you know, you're asking yourself, I tended to describe those circles you drew just a second ago as being all around and all the, you know, they're all circular and uh, they were written, all drawn with a black line, for example. That was my first uh, reaction to it. That means you're more of a sameness person. So anyway, this is just one of many different preferences but I use this to align with my customers, clients, and prospects. Once I know there are differences person, I tend to point out the differences of things. For example, if they're asking me about my product or they're asking me uh, about a process, I typically will shy away from the process and I'll tell them, well, you can kind of follow the process, but you can also use your gut feel. Kind of do it how you want. Maybe you can come up with a better way. So I know there are differences in their mind. There are differences persons. So I'm playing to that that side of them that wants to do something new 
um, and I'll give them a step, I'll give them something tactical at a low level, I'll tend to go down a rabbit hole with them strategically because I'm thinking as a sameness person, I want to go the same way with these tactical people down, these differences people down into the rabbit hole and help them come back out because I know that's what's going to build rapport with them and they're going to find that I relate to uh, to them because they're different as people versus if they're a sameness person I'm typically going to not talk about differences between my product and other products instead I'm going to talk about how my product is very much like all of the other products that they're used to using and that they should feel comfortable using ours just as much as they use some of the other ones that they're used to using because we typically follow the same type of way of building our software we approach the same type of value bring the same type of uh, ROI uh, that other apps that they have, they're going to get their money back and then some with the value they're going to get out of a product, just like all the other products that they enjoy using and that they use and that they're loyal to, they're going to tend to be loyal with us as well. So in other words, I'm going to frame it as we're the same as some of the other applications you already use and like to a sameness person. To a differentness person, I'm going to point out how we're way better than some of the other things and we're different and here's why. And I'll point out the differentiator type statements with differences people. So keep this in mind. The sameness people, if you start talking about differentiators, they're probably not gonna get rapport with you right away. They're not gonna enjoy that as much as if when you or when you talk about uh, the, the similarities with your product with other products. And then the differences people are not gonna really get it when you talk about how it's the same as other things. They're gonna really, their ears are gonna perk up when you talk about how it's differentiated in the market. So keep that in mind, keep this preference in mind next time you're talking with your prospects, clients, and customers. And hopefully this will help you when you uh, ask them that question, like I said before, right? Uh, can you describe the relationship between the job you have now and the job you had before? Listen to what they say. And if they talk about how they were the same, types of job, both jobs were kind of the same, then you know they're the sameness person. And if they talk about the differences between the two jobs, then you know they lean towards being a differences person. And then you can align your communication with them to either be talking about the differences or talking about the sameness of whatever the topic is. I want to thank you for watching and thanks for following. And if you found this valuable, please share it with someone else so they can also learn about sameness versus differences. And if you haven't subscribed and you feel like you want to subscribe to at mavmind.com, please do so. And then also now, as you can see, we have new, new merchandise. I got the new black shirt. We've got a red one. We've got a white one, a gray one, and I've got mugs and stickers and hoodies. And I even have face masks too, if you want that with the mavmind on it. So look forward to seeing you all in the next uh, HypnoSales show. Until then, scroll on.